Hi guys, welcome back to Beautifully Messed Up. Uh, we just finished last week talking about my walking on water moment. Um, and I am so excited because today we're going to be talking about my mom's walking on water moment. Um, we hope that you're having a great day and we're also so excited to have my little brother here, Marcus, here joining us just to kind of listen in. Um, and if he has something to say or a question, then he's more than welcome to ask. That's you want to say hi? <laughs> so without further ado here's my mom's a walking on water moment all right thank y'all so much for your time and just giving us this opportunity to speak to you as i said we want to be as transparent as possible and that leads me to where i'm going so as i was reflecting these past you know few weeks after my daughter's um you know sharing with us her walking on water moment I as every human being started comparing myself to her and I started thinking well I haven't gone into a walking on water moment like that and even to this moment I am still dealing in with that you could say comparison but the one thing I want to say the walking on water for me believe it or not guys is like this moment And the reason why I say that is because of insecurities that I face and things that as I went through as a child and even growing up, it it really has, you know, taken a toll in a sense for me to realize how uh, smart really I am, how I know I'm a very caring and all that type of person, but even going into this realm of the unknown, you know, putting the podcast together, sharing who we are with you all that are listening, and just allowing whatever's on our heart to be said to you all is that walking on water for me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that this is all as it's unfolding it is there will be ups and downs Mm -hmm. right and so I think I don't like the downs (laughs) yeah I don't like the downs and I don't like um feeling rejected I don't like feeling like I failed because so much of my life I was told very unkind words but that then I have to realize is coming from a deeper source, which is the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. I always say the enemy's whispering all these things in our ears, like you can't do it, or no, you can't, you shouldn't, or you don't do this, or you're dumb, you're stupid. And I have to really put those feelings aside if I want to continue to be used as God wants to use me. Yeah. So walking on water is this moment right here. Yeah, I kind of think it's like an everyday thing too. Um, But back to what you were saying, I also think that fear of failure is inevitable. I think that failure is going to happen in people's lives. Mm -hmm. But I also think that's an exciting moment because there's only one way to go from failure. And that's up. Yeah, And you can't avoid failure. I think we've all been there. I've been there where I didn't want to fail, but I realized that failing is just a part of life, and it's kind of embracing that we are imperfect people here on an earth serving a perfect God, mm-hmm. and and that's just life. You know, we really can't be or attain perfection that doesn't exist here in this world. 
Yeah. And I get it. And I know I, I, whenever you have given me words like of encouragement or, you know, I remember there was a time when I was walking and you were like, mom, hold your head up, you know, and all this, I sort of giggle within myself because it's almost like, yes, why I am, you know, in my forties, it's still, I'm learning as a child. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I'm being renewed every day in that essence. But I, I'll share with you one thing for many of you that may not know, I have had a big accomplishment, which is I have self-published with the assistance of Troy LeBlanc and uh, Lori, my editor, three books, mm-hmm. right? And how those books came about is just, I know it was the hand of God. I truly know it was the hand of God that mm-hmm. put that those books together. However, when I, I don't know if I ever told y'all this story, guys, but when, and when, I went, when I went to the jail to teach the ladies, I had told them about the first book that was already published. And she looked at me, she goes, oh my gosh, Gloria, so you're an author. And I looked at her and I can still remember how my, st- uh, my stomach just tensed up. And I just looked at her like, no, 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 I'm not an author. I just wrote a book. And she gave me this look like, huh? Like, what? Uh, I think you're an author. But it was, I, it's because I still am sort of taking out the bad stuff. Right. You know, little by little. Mm-hmm. And, and trying to overcome those fears of rejection mm-hmm. right and even to this day there's still things that I'm battling within and I know that's for many of our listeners mm-hmm. we're all battling things from within but the one thing that I continue to, to remind myself just like you said is if I fail there's only one thing in which one way to go which is up right right exactly so um did you want to say anything? No. I mean, I feel like you kind of covered it all. Um, and I guess that before I forget, I do want to announce that we're excited to add a new segment to our podcast. And this segment is really just for our listeners. And we really want to hear what you have to say and also answer any questions that you may have so my brother had this awesome idea because like i said he said our podcast was a little boring sometimes that's matthew by the way (laughs) um but but no and i you know when all four of us and just my whole family not even all four of us because we have a huge family when we're all together and having these conversations about god and about life and struggles and mountaintops I can say that we are pretty entertaining Mm -hmm. because we are so many people with so many points of views and so many personalities that it is really intriguing to hear what everybody has to say. I mean, I'm intrigued to hear the mindset of Matthew and Marcus and my mom and my uncle and, you know, Michael and hear where where everybody is coming from. I think it's so interesting because we're all walking, you know, a different life. And how have different points of view. So it's just awesome because we all come from the same family tree, but are so completely different, but also the same too. And so this segment really was just, you know, kind of a family segment. We don't have a name yet for it that is under construction, but 
we're so excited because next week we will be launching that question um, and really have the family that we have here in quarantine with us joining us to kind of hop on that segment with us and just answer the question as best as we can with all of our minds and see where we're all at. Um, But yeah, so we're super excited about that. Um, And now I kind of want to talk to my brother, Marcus. Yes, it is I. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. This is my youngest brother, Marcus. He is, how old are you? I'm 17. <laughs> <laughs> He's 17 years old. <laughs> he is a senior in high school. Um, and especially with quarantine right now and being your senior year, I know a lot of people are disappointed about how their senior year is basically turning out. Yeah, it's messed up. <laughs> it's very <laughs> messed, messed up. up. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I wanted to ask you, during these times of kind of going through the unknown for you. What has really helped you and kept you sane during these quarantine moments and also knowing that your senior year is not going to be, it's going to be completely different than you imagined. Any of us imagined, yeah. actually. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, what keep, kept, keeps me sane and these times, uh, for me, it um, it's mostly relying and putting my faith and trust in Jesus. And I know that a lot of people don't believe in him. And yeah, I know it's a different perspective for them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in a time like this, you know, like people should be like believing and asking, I guess, putting their faith in Jesus because... I know a lot of people nowadays, like me, will have all these questions of, like, why is this happening and, like, all this other stuff. And that's where, like, you have to go open and read your Bible because literally, the like, the answers are in there. You just got to read them. And so what keeps me sane is, you know, just, like, reading the word and, like, spreading it on my TikTok. Shut up. <laughs> oh, Shout out to his TikTok. Oh, I'm just Lord. kidding. But, uh, yeah, um... Yeah, but that's basically it. Just, you know, just um, reading the word and all that and just trying to learn as much as I can and grain in my relationship with um, Jesus and all that. Yeah. How do you, are you mad? Nah. Nah. <laughs> we had this conversation outside, yeah. mom, about being angry at certain circumstances. And what did you say that you didn't want to be or like you don't feel good being mad? What did you, you said that. Oh, yeah. Uh. I, I already forgot how I said it. Um, <laughs> Not surprised. I, I yeah, Not surprised. that's literally just what I said. I just said, I just don't like being mad, you know, because I like, the more you get mad, the more longer you get mad, you know, so it's, right. like, it's kind of like, like how Jesus says, like, everything starts with a thought. Oof. So, like, once you think of getting mad, you get mad. Mm-hmm. So you got to, like, block it out from happening, True. which is hard. I know, like, like, sometimes you'll get mad no matter what. You know, like how do you feel when you get mad? Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> like what level of anger? <laughs> okay, guys. So they're saying that because for about two years I taught anger management, and I would come home and I would teach them. And, and the I first thing she'd ask is, 
What level of anger are you feeling <laughs> yeah. today? So, how is your body How is shaking? the body? You what know, is it? All that bunch of stuff. Symptoms. But look, now they remember. Level five anger. Uh-huh. Uh, but I do like what, Mark, uh, son, I like what you said. I like that you said everybody has thoughts, mm-hmm. right? All of us have thoughts. And it, there's nothing wrong with thoughts. We're human, right? It's when we put it into action mm-hmm. that it completely does something different to mm-hmm. us. Right. So what are we going to do with that disappointment? How are we going to react towards it? Um, What action are we going to put towards it? I think that's sometimes what puts us all in positions where when we look back, we think, what the heck was I thinking? Mm -hmm. Why did I react in like this when I should have taken a step back? Yeah. I should have not reacted in that heat of the moment or I shouldn't have re- reacted on that temporary emotion and then made this decision that now has impacted not only me, but others, mm-hmm. right? And so I think, no, not that I think, I love the way that you're saying that you're taking this time to strengthen your relationship with Christ. And it's all a choice, right? We all have choices we make every day. Whether or not we get up in the morning, I remember when I went through depression, y'all remember, you were still somewhat little, Marcus, but I know for sure, Martha, you remember, yeah. so I'm going to call her Cheetah because it naturally comes to me like that, but it was where I didn't get out of bed, but it was my choice, right? Right. And so for those of you that are maybe in that season of, I don't want to get out of bed, or you're depressed because of this coronavirus and it's now left you in um in like a, mad yeah mad like what the heck yeah, yeah i can't saying that's messed up that's messed up no <laughs> serious yeah, yeah like so so saying you know i can't provide or i didn't envision it going this way it's really asking what are you putting your your hope in mm-hmm. right and your and your faith in and that is a choice that we all make and we hope that with us sharing and just opening up about what we have gone through in life and the life that in the lifespan we've been here is i can say that for all three of us here at this table the reason why we're able to get through those times is because of our relationship with christ yeah I also think that it's important to remember that you can be mad, though. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. be disappointed. Yes. I heard something um, that I was listening to. It was a sermon I was listening to, and he talked about losing and grieving over a child. Mm. And what really spoke to me is when he was asked, you know, how you kind of dealt with that and how he was mad, he said, you know, I just envisioned that Jesus was mad with me. Mm. And I just kind of started realizing that, you know, Jesus is a human, right? He was a human and he felt every emotion that we feel. So he felt sadness and disappointed and anger. And we just watched that play, you know, that Easter play. Mm -hmm. And he went, you know, like when Lazarus died, he wept, right? And so it just made me realize that, you know, Jesus has human feelings like us. And so when we, as believers, believe that we go to heaven, you know, after we die, where there is no death and no pain and no sorrow, then we have to believe that when we're going through these moments of anger, right? Because for a long time, I was the same. I didn't want to be angry at God, but then I realized that I can be because Mm -hmm. he's that strong to take my anger. Mm. 
And I realized that God's right there with me, angry too. You know, and especially for us who, you know, we lost our dad, you lost your husband. Um, It, you know, it had me realizing that, yeah, Mm -hmm. Jesus was right there next to me weeping Mm -hmm. because I lost my dad and also angry because he doesn't want death here. But it was because of Adam and Eve that we have to face these moments, you know, but it's true. That's messed up. So messed up. Um, But yeah, so that's just kind of where it is. Yeah, and that's one of the things, you know, we were sitting down with Marcus, especially Marcus, because for those of you um, that know me, and don't know me, I'll just say he's my baby, right? He's 17, but he's still my baby. And cut the get, cord. Yeah, I'm always hearing my daughter, cut the cord, cut the cord. <laughs> oh, please. But, you know, I am going to cut the cord. Believe it or not, guys, I'm blessed to say <laughs> um, he cut it for me because he enlisted into the Marines. <laughs> Shout out, thank you. And... Um, yeah. I just, yeah, (laughs) shout out to the, you know, armed forces. But on a serious note, I, I was disappointed because he's not going to be able to walk the stage just like many seniors. Some of these seniors, they're the first ones to graduate high school from their families, or they've worked very hard. Um, to maintain a certain GPA, and they've done, or all they just worked hard to pass. Yeah, amen to that. <laughs> yeah. That was my story. Yeah, that, that, but yes, that was my story. Barely passing, thirty point curve. Thank you for my <laughs> science teacher, by the way. But on a serious note, regardless how we cross that finish line, the fact that they won't get that, you know, they may not. We don't know yet. Be able to walk that stage to have that accomplishment in a sense final set in stone like if that lady caso cerrado right but um there's more to the picture and i truly believe that it's how they're going to react that's going to hopefully show them when the next wave hits because it's not a matter of if it's when when the next wave hits it'll help them become stronger Mm mm-hmm Right, it may yep. not be the way we wanted it, but we know that we have a good father. We have good, God is good, and we may not understand it right now in this moment, even with like I said the coronavirus. But we know things that are happening. People are getting closer. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. I could tell you that much. I even my brother was sharing with us how it has put things in perspective. It was nothing but the hustle, the hustle to get the money, the hustle to get the the car, the the material things. But with this coming around, it really has helped many of us realize like what is important. What is really important in life? What is it that we want to leave behind? And the one thing on our many walks that my daughter and I go to uh, around the neighborhood is I was so very pleased that my husband lived the YOLO life, honestly, <laughs> right? She, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he wanted to go everywhere. We drove to Colorado. You know, that's a whole other thing. You know, just so many memories he left behind. And the kids have that to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Y'all have that to hold on to. Yes, money could have been there, but it's those stories that y'all will be able to hold and tell the kids. They're making fun of me right now. What do y'all think? <laughs> no, nothing. Yeah, I didn't bring up Colorado. I knew I was in the sack. Oh. <laughs> 
that's how transparent we are. Uh, Marcus was in, not born yet. Yeah, so it was. Oh my god! I can't stop laughing. Oh lord! So yeah, he was not born yet. He was there, but not there. So, but I I can say that um, Mar, you know, Chita, Matthew, and Michael have those memories to hold on to, and even that once Marcus was born, you know, there he has very good memories of his dad. Here you go. Oh my gosh, it's a good memory, my. Myos, sorry, I call him Mike, um, is him always, oh, not always, every week he would bring you McDonald's. Bring you McDonald's. To school. To his school. And, <laughs> and you know who does it? Your mother. Mother, yes. And I don't, guys. And, you know, and it's the sad reality of, you know, after Gabriel passed, it, it, it really did impact me. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. And I'm not, I don't want to go and touch that subject again because. I know I will cry and they always make fun of when I cry. But, um, you know, all I have to say is I pray and I hope that where you are in life, you take a step back and ask yourself what's really important. Because we don't know what tomorrow holds, right? And we don't even know if we'll see tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that... I, oh, I'm going to make myself strong. Hold on. I can remember about my husband was we had these plans. Right. And the plans didn't come. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> thought take over. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Mom. She's crying. Her, it's her usual 20-minute cry, guys. Um, No, but yeah, so just like my mom was saying, it really is just kind of embracing just life. You know, you never know what tomorrow holds but we do know who holds tomorrow and that's what counts um and so we just hope that you are being safe out there right now Mm -hmm. and embracing the sweet moments that probably are not gonna be here forever and um i know that quarantine kind of sucks sometimes i think we're Mm -hmm. feeling that at least my brother matthew had a rage today because my mom said (laughs) no he couldn't go out to the lake um but really we're gonna look back at this time and embrace the sweet moments that we did have and the laughs and the love that we all felt with whoever you're quarantined with um, Hopefully that that is it. The <laughs> love, yeah. Um, um, but as we're coming to a close, I just want to remind y'all to please send your questions in. We are so happy to launch this next week and have my other brother Matthew join us. He's always fun to be around. Um, <laughs> And so the way that you can get us these questions is you can send us a voice message on this app. There is a way. Or you can also email us at gloria.o.davila at gmail.com. And we can go ahead. Why not yours? (laughs) My mom, she's not that busy, so she can take the questions. Um, Or if you follow both of us on Instagram uh, or Facebook, Facebook, you can go ahead and send us questions there. Um, if you don't know our Instagram account, we'll go ahead and tag it on this podcast so that uh, you can just get there quickly. We are so excited to launch this, and I'm super excited because I think it's going to be a fun time with all my oh, family. Yes. Um, but thank you for listening, and we hope that y'all are staying safe out there and sane. Yeah, and remember, that's messed up. <laughs>
<laughs> Bye. <laughs>